Hi, Brad. Hi, Sal. So it's uh, very early May, like May 3rd. Yes. Or 4th, I don't know. Yeah. I think people must be getting the idea that summer's coming. I know it's been pretty nice here, warm weather. Oh, yeah, very nice. I think people are getting out. Getting excited. Yeah. Yeah, me so. too. We've spent uh, quite a bit of time camping a couple summers ago. We visited Canada. We visited Banff. It's a national park up there. Yeah. That was really beautiful. It was. I've always heard about Lake Louise. And uh, it was, yeah, it was It was beautiful. And uh, it wasn't even the highlight to me. I mean, it was one of them. But, you know, Lake uh, Moraine. Right. I thought was more beautiful. And certainly less touristy. Yeah, it was, you couldn't, could you hike after you got to the end of the lake or do, could you just walk down to the end of the lake and back? You walked down and then came back. Yeah, there was no other no. trail that I saw. No. We were, it was... Em Emerald Lake, we were able to hike all the way around. Oh man, that was really beautiful too. Yeah. There were loons on the lake. At, oh, that's right. And they make the most, <laughs> if you, if you want to listen to a loon, go on YouTube or look it up on the internet. They're amazing sounding. Yeah. Haunting. Yeah, that was cool. We... We were very fortunate. We arrived again in the afternoon, and we headed out to one of the campgrounds, the tent campground at Lake Louise. And we were, there was one like one tent site left, and we were able to get a spot in there. Like you can only stay one night, and then you got to pack up and get out. Right. There was it was like a national holiday in, oh. in Canada. So like everybody for the next three it was a three day weekend, and so they were just booked. Oh, uh, <laughs> I see. But let's talk about that campsite. It was it was a very nice campsite. Yeah. And but there was an electric fence around it. Yeah. Which you know, it's like, you know, Jurassic Parky kind of like <laughs> what are you trying to keep out of here? You know, yeah. it's like we've <laughs> been everywhere, no one had an electric fence. Yeah. So uh so yeah, it was it was very interesting. You grabbed it and it made me very annoyed with you. Yeah. But it did not electrocute you, thank goodness. I didn't goodness. actually grab the fence. There was a pole that was on the pedestrian crossing. Okay, grabbed, well, so. the, my advice would be don't anyone go grabbing electric fences. <laughs> right. That's not safe. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, when we were, so we, the my, for me, one of the highlights was hiking up. We went past Lake Louise. Okay, first let's talk about the parking lot. You've got to get there early. It's like all the national parks. They have a shuttle. You can park like, I don't know, eight miles down the road or something right. and collect a shuttle. But if you want to park near Lake Louise, you, you've got to get there very early. We got there early and we got a spot. We were really lucky. Right. They say 10 o'clock, they just close the road. So no mm -hmm. one even drives up anymore. So yeah. uh, if you're not there by 930, you're really pushing it. I'm going to say that's the same thing with uh, every other spot. That we visited Stanley Glacier. Oh right, uh, we parked. We got the last you know spot in the parking lot, and then people started parking down the road within yeah. you know minutes. We weren't even out of the car yet, and there's yeah. three or four trucks parked on the road. So early, yeah. the early bird gets the worm. I guess you can go. We discovered in Teton, I think, that you could go late too. Like we're dinner time, six o'clock. I mean, in summer it's still quite light. Yeah. It stays light till ten o'clock or whatever. Yeah. So that's fine too, but. Back to Lake Louise. Beautiful. We hiked beyond Lake Louise up the trail to the six. Six Glacier Tea House. Yeah. There's two tea houses there, and my advice would be go to both of them. The Lake Agnes Tea House kind of takes you up the side and over onto a small lake, 
Um, and if I would have known that, I would have stayed another day. But mm. um, they were there quite a long time. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, we did all. You know, we did several lake hikes, um, some waterfall hikes. We ended up staying at Kicking Horse Campground, which I would actually recommend. Yeah, you know, it's um, the the Banff Lake Louise area is is great, but there is a lot of people there. Kicking mm. Horse was, you know, there's. 40 spots maybe and it's a 20 minute drive over the hill and so it was really interesting yeah and it's closer to town if you wanted to go to the nearest town golden was yeah down the road about 40 minutes we went down a couple times to get uh, food get some groceries and we that legend diner kind of old 50s diner that was Mm. really cool yeah so kicking horse campground it was about 20 minutes i'd say to the the big um village at uh banff lake louise Louise, yeah yeah i guess you need to the banff is a national park and banff is a city so the city of banff is just a big tourist place Mm. Uh, we passed through that shortly after entering the national park Mm -hmm. and drove up to lake louise which was probably 40 minutes so um, i suppose if you're you know if you're hoteling it you could stay in banff um, but if you're camping, I wouldn't. I would recommend going on to Lake Louise, over to Kicking Horse. There's yeah. lots of camping places that are um, out of the touristy areas. And it wasn't Kicking Horse wasn't a primitive campsite. It had flush toilets and showers, which is really nice. Oh yeah. Canada does their whole fire situation different. You pay five bucks, and they have a big wood pile. It's unlimited wood. You just pay five dollars every time you want to build a fire, which is kind of nice because you may not. You may not want to haul around a bunch of wood. Like in America, you have to buy wood or bring your own. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty nice. We only had a fire a couple of times. We didn't want it every single time. Right. Yeah, sometimes you get home tired and, you know, you're just eating and going to bed. And other times, oh, yeah, let's stay up and have a glass of wine and have a fire. And right. So. Lake Moraine. It's beautiful. It's really beautiful. You can walk down to the end, like we said, and back. And that's pretty short and easy. It's a super easy walk. Lake Louise was easy, but if you want to do the hike that goes off from the end of the lake, that's a long hike, man. I was so cranky. It was nearly five miles one way, yeah. so probably four, four point six, I think it was, mm-hmm. up to the tea house, and there was significant elevation gain, like fifteen hundred feet elevation gain. So, um, just be prepared. The yeah. tea house was cool. We got a. Uh, Everything there is like local, cooked local. I don't know if it's organic, but yeah. So we had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and a bowl of soup, and it was delicious. So on homemade bread, yeah, we split it, yeah, because it was like you know every place yeah, you go, like, yeah, twenty four bucks, but twenty four dollars <laughs> bowl of soup and a sandwich to yeah. split. But it was good. I was hungry on that hike. I got really cranky because it felt like it was never going to end. It's so beautiful up there. There's stunning views, and Lake Louise is. Filled its silt, Lake Moraine, Lake Louise. It's all filled with silt, so it's kind of got this funny aqua color. Yeah, milky. Yeah, milky green, light blue. Yeah. So depending on how the sun is shining on it, it changes colors. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. We saw no wildlife the entire time we were in Canada. Right, a couple of goats once on the side of the road. But that was like as we were leaving Canada. Oh, really? I don't even remember seeing <laughs> yeah, the goats. On the way to Whistler. But yeah, it was surprising. And because, and, uh, 
you know, in the U.S., we, you know, saw bears and deer and buffalo and all kinds of stuff. And so much. Up yeah. there, it was uh, nothing. So. Yeah, not a, not a thing. But the electric fence to give out the dinosaurs. <laughs> so apparently they have dinosaurs. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny, too, because there's a big, the, the transcontinental highway. Is that what they call it? I think so, yeah. The Canadian highway runs from one the east coast to the west coast runs right through the middle of this park yeah so they have the big electric fences everywhere on either side of the highway to protect their wildlife and i guess the the vehicles they also have overpasses wildlife overpasses right. for the animals so they can safely cross and that probably contributes a bit to yeah i don't know if the fences are electric i just think they're fences no oh. but it kind of routes them to these overpasses so yeah. uh, you're not they're not crossing the freeway that's great. So, yeah, it is. Yeah, because you're moving out most of the time. They had some, remember the construction? <laughs> they have construction in Canada. <laughs> and so you're driving along and all those bright lights and all of a sudden you're stopped. And you're like, why are we stopped? They just stopped the freeway to um, do some work on the road. And and uh, you're there. We, we probably stopped a couple of times for 10, 15 minutes. And then uh, everyone just gets out of their cars and waits and... And a little while later, you're moving again. But it's pretty yeah, funny. They that's just, very inconvenient. It wasn't yeah. that funny, as I recall. Well, we just didn't understand what was going on until we were up a little farther. And, you know, they had to, I don't know, pull a dump truck around. And so they just mm -hmm. stop everyone for a few minutes while they load it up. And then it's on its way. So The other neat thing, so <clears throat> between Kicking Horse and the, the village there at the park, there was the cut, what a switchback railroad? Thing? That railroad loop. So oh, this this was one of the major railroad lines, but it it was a six percent grade, which is more than a heavy train can handle. So they had crashes coming down this thing, you know, twice a year, just just wiping out an entire train. So um, in 1910, 1904, they started this crazy idea where. It goes up into a tunnel and then makes a circle and then crosses over itself. And so with doing that, they were able to get the grade to 4% and eliminate, well, maybe reduce. not eliminate, reduce, significantly reduce the crashes because the grade was now at 4%. And the, the, something like this had never been done before. And they started on one end of the tunnel at the bottom and then the other end at the top and, and the circular and they met within like two centimeters of each other. It was just like in 1910, are you kidding me? So it was pretty uh, crazy. And they, they changed it later. They they lowered the track so they could double stack the trains. You know how you see the two big truck mm -hmm. things. So they did that in 1974. But other than that, um, and they did this for the one going up and the one coming down. So it's just... It's, it's pretty it's, neat to it's, see. Yeah, it's amazing. You can look at it. You can see the train coming and going all at the same time. That's kind of neat. Yeah, you see it going in, and then a little while later, you'll see it coming out the top. And it's just like... Uh, Those trains are like a mile long or something oh, yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. They take forever to go by. It's kind of fun to look at them, though. They have good graffiti yes. on their trains. We hiked a trail off of right out of our campground at Kicking Horse up to a... Um, Train crash. A train. Well, it was just kind of an abandoned yeah. steam train yeah. that they were they used in the construction process of the the train tracks for yeah. the bigger trains. And we walked over the set of, set of train tracks too. Yeah. So 
It was good. Yeah, the real live train tracks, yeah. So I wish there would have been more wildlife, but yeah, it was it was good. It's gonna be a lot yeah. of hiking. Yeah, a lot of hiking. It's a beautiful area. Um, yeah, I would highly recommend going to uh, Lake Louise. Yeah, there's those lakes. There's waterfall hikes there. Uh, Lake Emerald Lake. You know, Emerald Lake was over towards Kicking Horse, and yeah. that other waterfall. I don't remember the name of it. it started with a T. But uh, that was beautiful. Yeah. Um, you can walk right up and, you know, your rain suit will get a workout <laughs> if you want. <laughs> so, yeah, no thanks. I like to stay dry. But, uh, yeah, so this was our um, first part of the camping trip in uh, Canada. Yeah. We could probably do another podcast about it, but maybe we've said enough. Yeah, maybe. Well, we haven't talked about Jasper. Let's talk about Jasper National Park is right next to... Um, Banff National Park. Well, we should talk about that next. Yes, we will. Okay, thanks, Brad. Thanks, Sam.